0: Welcome to the podcast of the Unitarian Universalist Area Church at First Parish in Sherbourne. No matter who you are, who you love, we welcome you into our community of religious seekers. Please join us for our Sunday worship services each week at 10.30 a.m. More information can be found on our website at www.uuac.org, or visit our Facebook page at Sherbourne Unitarian Universalist. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Good morning. This morning's reading is a prayer by Reverend Gretchen Haley. There's enough space between us to hold all that you were carrying, all you've been waking, wondering, worrying, or wearing out with confusion or attempts to control, trying to find some sense of normal, all of your irritability, your curiosity, your fragile sobriety, your numb disbelief, your loneliness, your exhaustion, your daily question, allergies or the virus, and your joy. We can hold that too. We can hold all of it here for this time and bless it. Here, we will call each other just as we are beloved. Here in this far apart space that is also close in, so much remains uncertain. With each passing breath, the ground is shifting. All we can say for sure is that we are caught in this tangled blessing of life, of grief and gratitude together. Like always, except more, with all the forces of spring and the spinning of the earth, we are turning and becoming and beginning again, offering ourselves like the crocus flower breaking through with a wild beauty, ready for whatever comes next.
1: Hello, friends, and good morning. It's lovely to see all of your faces this morning. Thank you for joining us for this fourth online worship experience. And we are moving into week four of this new reality. Um, like many of you, I've been spending hours and hours and hours online these past few weeks in Zoom meetings, reading news articles, scrolling through social media, watching all of the crazy videos that people are posting across the world. It's truly outstanding. Uh, and reading more news articles. It's placed a strain on my eyes and my spirit to have had this much screen time. But as I'm sure you can relate, A lot of my screen time is driven by my own fears about the pandemic. I think that if I read another article, I'll find the answers that I'm looking for. I'll find something that tells me that things are getting better, that the curve is flattening, that we're on our way out of this terrible crisis. Frankly, it feels like a second job, this online time. And if I'm not careful, the days can slip away really fast when I don't regulate my screen time. What's funny to me is that just a few weeks ago, I likely would have complained about my schedule and said, gosh, you know, I'm just so busy. I wish I had more time, time to read or learn a new skill. If I had more time at home, I would do a lot of things. How many of you would have said something similar? More than a few, I bet. Because now for me, there is more time. There's so much of it that it's almost ceased to have meaning. I ask myself questions like, what is time anymore, really? What day is it? Did I talk to my parents yesterday or was that the day before? Just how long have I been wearing these pants? These are all questions that I've never ever had to ask before. But friends, time has changed. We are now living in what's called liminal space. The word liminal comes from the Latin word limon, which means threshold. Liminal space exists as a time between what was and what is coming next, like the summer between high school and college, or the transition from a marriage to a divorce. The Catholic theologian Richard Rohr describes liminal space this way. It's, quote, a unique spiritual position where human beings hate to be. It is when you have left the tried and true, but have not been able to replace it with anything else. It is when you are between your old comfort zone and any possible new answer. Liminal liminal space can feel unsettling and scary, and for good reason. It's really hard to feel safe When the ground seems to be shifting underneath you, when you've lost a way of being and can't see the shape of what lies ahead. Losing our routines, losing our access to friends and our community is very, very unsettling. And if those losses are coupled with illness, job loss, and other challenges of life, it can be really frightening. That said, For some, liminal space can also feel freeing sometimes. Many artists describe their most creative moments as times of liminal space between the artistic inspiration and the tangible result. New ideas are often born in times of liminal space because the disruption of norms makes room for creativity and innovation. So for us in this time of liminal space, Some of us are still working. Those still working outside the home, especially our healthcare workers, are having to face this reality far more directly than the rest of us. So for those of you in our community doing this work, I hope and pray that you know how grateful we all are for you. Some are working from home, filling our hours with Zoom meetings and email. Some of us are working from home and taking care of our families, learning how to homeschool our kids. Some of us have had to face job loss, illness, and perhaps even the loss of loved ones. The toll this crisis is taking on our collective mental health, especially for those facing these kinds of struggles, cannot be underestimated. Wherever you are in this crisis, you are no doubt trying to find ways to cope with the anxiety of this time. Maybe you're jumping into action by taking on home renovation projects or learning new skills. Maybe you're slowing down, reading those books you never got around to and taking long walks at a safe distance from others. Maybe you're like me and wish that you could say you were actually doing all those productive things, but outside of doing work and keeping in touch with friends and loved ones, you're actually watching a lot of Netflix and you're eating snacks, and you're going going for walks, but maybe not every single day. Or maybe you are just simply collapsing at the end of the day because working from home and taking care of your kids literally takes every ounce of of your energy. So however you are coping with this crisis today, I want to tell you something. You are doing great. Seriously, you are. You are killing it. Because we are facing a time that none of us has ever seen before. We don't know what tomorrow will hold. We don't know. We didn't know what today was going to look like. But we're here. We're alive. We're surviving somehow. Time has changed. And so therefore, I think how we measure time should change too. And the judgments that we place on ourselves about how we respond also need radical transformation. So, if you're struggling to get out of bed before 10 a.m. or noon, I see you. If you can only manage to feed your kids and not teach them schoolwork every single day, I applaud you. If your waistline is expanding because you're eating all the snacks and none of the vegetables in your fridge, I offer you a high five. If you went out three weeks ago and bought a whole bunch of supplies for that home improvement project, and those supplies are still sitting in a pile in the corner of your garage, you get a gold star. If you're struggling and you're scared and you think you'll never find your way out of this dark place, I offer you the biggest virtual hug that I can because we are your community and we love you and we are all with you. My dear friends, you are not your productivity. You are not your ability to cope with the anxiety, fear and stress of this chaotic time. You are not your exercise regimen. You are not your to-do list. You're not even your positive attitude. Because your identity and your worth far exceed any kind of measurement or judgment that you or anyone else might place on you these days. We are in the in-between. The normal rules just don't apply here. They can't because the world has changed its shape around us. This crisis will irrevocably change the course of our way of life, for good and for bad, but in all ways still completely unknown. So take a moment to breathe deeply this week and forgive yourself for whatever it is that you think you're failing at, because you're not failing, you're surviving. Give yourself a break for not measuring up to some kind of imaginary pandemic productivity standard. Embrace the reality of not wanting to work, of being tired and of lacking purpose. Listen to your anger, your too frequent tears, your boredom, your listlessness, They are telling you that time has changed and that you don't know yet how to respond. And that is totally okay. Forgive yourself for everything, every single day. And while you're at it, forgive those around you for all of the same things, because we are all in this struggle, friends, and none of us has a map. The wise and wonderful Pema Chodron says, Having compassion starts and ends with having compassion for all of those unwanted parts of ourselves. The healing comes from letting there be room for all of this to happen room for grief, for relief, for misery, and for joy. So, in this time of liminal space, when we don't know what threshold it is that we are crossing, Maybe we can let go of the expectations we are carrying that only serve to bring us grief and anxiety, because doing so allows your soul to breathe. It makes space for you to feel compassion for others and, more importantly, for yourself. It lets in the light of grace. And most importantly, my dear friends, it will help us cross this threshold, together. May it be so. Amen.